advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger. Hey, welcome to Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Bronger. I'm Matt Bronger. With me, as always, is Queen Amanda, uh, my co-dipshit for the ride. I Excuse <laughs> me if my voice seems a little rough. I uh, was on a six-hour flight yesterday from Boston, and it's it's just that thing where I, I, it, it, it dehydrates you. so. And I drank water the whole time. I uh, had coffee in the morning, no booze uh, all day. But, like, uh, yeah, just still, like, woke up with, like, a... Um, but... I am uh, by myself all week. Uh, the wife is, we were just in Boston, and she's staying there uh, until she goes to Montreal for the Just for Last uh, Fest, uh, which, side note, I go to about every other year, and much as I love those guys, I'm so glad to not be going, because it is uh, a great big party and a lot of fun, but it's it's just, it's sometimes it's just too much. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm cool not going, but... It's rad that I am by myself all this week because I'm going to uh, every day just eat a bucket of fried chicken, drink a bottle of bourbon <laughs> and just, uh, you know, fuck a honeydew melon in half. <laughs> and then, of course, I'm kidding. We all know what you do is you get a melon and you put it in the microwave for about 30 seconds, let it get warm, cut a hole, and then you do your thing with it. <laughs> and once you filled it, you throw it off the roof because you're a man and you don't care. Do you take you do you take the little belly button part and push on it with your thumb like you're pushing on the butthole? That's mm-hmm. what I yes. <laughs> right before you finish. For uh, first time listeners, <laughs> this podcast is is horrible. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really awful. Uh, uh, oh, I want to do speaking of horrible. Quick, a quick uh, fellow uh, comedian podcast. There is one called The Rat Race by Ben Roy that is 15 minutes long, and each episode is like. It's it's like a morning zoo crew, mm-hmm. and it's it just personifies the fucking sadness and ignorance of those shows of doing the amount of like morning radio I've done, uh-huh. and it's so good and so dark. So it's only three episodes deep now. Oh, I'll have to get minutes. on that. You got to check it out. Oh, it's I just, love that. It's because like, I did radio. Oh, right on. So it's like you know, there's a, a guy named Donnie D, and then he has oh, a guy gosh. named the Animal, who's a sidekick, oh, and then a, no. a long-suffering woman, which is always <laughs> yeah. show. they just say the most sexist shit. And she's just like, well, I don't know if that's true. And it just bong, ding, bong, you know, fucking oh, sound effects and shit. God, it's so good. I remember that. I, but, man, yeah. you, you know what else, too, is when you're in when you're in those little booths having to constantly provide entertainment, you go crazy. Yeah. You go, oh. like, those like those yeah. sound effects and all of that kind of stuff, whether it works or not, arguable, right? But, like, yeah. you go crazy. Yeah. It, the, the unchangingness of it is what I think uh, made me so sad every time I would go to those. Oh. Much more than, granted, it was absolutely uh, a, a, a circle of hell when I was there. With the, <laughs> the, I, t- I told you that, that story about the, the, the Playboy Playmate, and then they're like staring at her pictures and talking about her body while she's right there. And she's kind of like playing along with it, just like, I guess this is just how the game goes. Um, and I'm sitting there wanting to throw yeah. a chair through some glass. Oh, no. Yeah, so that's the worst. That's way sadder, but I also... You know, it's like my very first uh, podcast, Matt's Radio, 10 years ago. I remember going, we're just, we're just interviewing people, and it's fun, and it's all right and stuff. But like, I also remember thinking, oh, how long do you do fucking podcasts? Forever? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, no, you don't necessarily. But, you know, I don't see why, say, uh, Mark Maron would stop doing what t- WTF 
or um, any number of other podcasts that the formula works and as long as you keep putting yourself into it. So it's like, yeah. I don't know how long, how long this will go, but I don't, I'm not tired of it. But, right. but with that, I was. And with morning radio, I'm tired of it like yeah. within the first five minutes. Yeah. There are exceptions. Don't get me wrong. There are fun ones. But it is that thing where you're sitting in this room with framed platinum records from Nickelback, for example, around you, which I'm not, they're so easy to knock. I won't, I won't knock them, All but it's too easy. But it is that, it is this, it just feels like a dying culture. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, totally. Well, there's more and more restrictions. There's sure. more and more, you know, where you, so you record shows for like seven different radio stations in one go. Yeah. There's barely any money. Mm, barely any money. Yep. And yeah, and those booths are just these gross asbestos mobiles yeah, of sure. a cage. For like sure. I could, man. But at least with podcasts, you know, we can just fuck off with whatever the fuck we want to farty fucking do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you know, and that's a little that definitely helps. Yeah. <laughs> well, for sure. And there's no sponsors breathing down our necks to be like that. Like we pay all your bills in your whole world, so. Yeah. Ease so, up on the blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, when this episode comes out, I believe it is going to be right by your birthday. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay, cool. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah, this will be, yeah, this is going to be right after your birthday. So happy birthday, Thank Matt. you. Yeah. Shoot. Yep. Turning 25. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> wait, 20 or 45? Uh, yeah, I, it's funny. I was driving over in my, in my head. I always have that thing when I'm in town and my wife's out of town. If I'm out of town, you know, I'm doing jokes, so it's kind of. I get to fuck around some, but it's mostly sure. it's, it's also got to give people a good show and it's business. But I always joke with myself when I'm here. I have right now. I only have two gigs this week, and I'm trying to add more. But it's kind of like I always have that thing in my head where it's like, not serious at all, but just like, yeah, fucking, I'm gonna hit strip clubs and just fucking yeah, get be drunk every day and just do, <laughs> do drugs and shit. But it, and it's like, you also look at it scientifically, and it's like, if it was 20 years ago, sure, you could do that. You know, you could do that. You could do that every day yeah. and probably turn out all right and uh, stuff. All right. But it's like third day of that. I'd just be like, my skin feels like it's raw <laughs> and <laughs> I'm very sad. And all the vitamins <laughs> are gone from my body. My eyes hurt. Like age hits you in. I don't feel old. I don't feel that age. Not uh-huh. that that is exactly. Like, yeah. I don't want to. I hate people that are like, oh, I'm, I'm 30. I'm 40. I'm 50. I'm so fucking old. Mm. And then someone who's listening who's 60 is like, get fucked. I run yeah, marathons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing great. Don't tell me I'm old. Um, but it, it's like, I don't feel old. But it's like, I think yeah. of that number and go like, holy shit. Like my parents are going to have a 45 year old son. They are. How? <laughs> It's is, just, yeah. it blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Last know? time I hung out with my dad, he had that conversation because it was for his 60th birthday. Yeah. And he was like, Amanda, you're my daughter and I'm 60. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, like he had nothing to drink, nothing to so nothing. Sure, sure, sure. Hand on the shoulder, just looking at me in the face. Like you, like you, this grown uh-huh. human in my life. Right. Are here and I am 60. Yeah. And I was like, damn, dad, like kick yeah. back, kick back, throw back on some Zeppelin and maybe try weed again. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's coming for all of us. Old age, uh, death, you know, I mean, and that's the thing. It's, it's like, if, if you're lucky, you get to see old age. Yeah. Shoot, <laughs> if you're know. lucky. Yeah. We, 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 I can't, we, I can't, I like the meme of like the, 
old like chubby couple running down a lake bridge naked and jumping into the water and I'm like uh-huh. yeah I, I, I'm that I want to do it that way yeah that's how I want to absolutely it's it's you, you, you got to stay fun and don't get I mean I I have a friend who is 50 and he like has a kid who is still like young and and it's like if you hung out with him you'd be like oh what are you like 40 Mm-hmm. kind of thing uh-huh. and I feel like I get that too despite my gray graying beard yeah. and hair you know like I it's like it a, just a strategic spot it's strategic it's like vampire fangs uh-huh. that's like exactly where right, like how exactly. your gray turns yeah in. for sure for sure um, well I get the same age as my dude he's got like a full gray beard oh though. yeah totally mm-hmm. but his hair doesn't go gray mm-hmm. that's weird that's weird huh where it's just the beard that's what's known as the Michael McDonald <laughs> <laughs> scientific <laughs> Scientific. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shoot. That's fun. But we're both going to be in Vegas. Yeah, we are. That'll, which will be mm-hmm. cool. So we'll all get that's, to hang out. That, that worked out super weird. That's I'm awesome. Gonna, you're going there for like awesome cool people reasons. And My wife got tickets to Janet Jackson, so we're going to that. I, like, again, You know, awesome, like us, cool us old people enjoy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, she yeah. could, speaking of like still being able to like move at an older age. Totally. like. Oh, I'm not calling her old. I'm saying like no, no, no. I'm guess, saying I'm saying like I guess in a sense I am doing it right. Old, yeah, but, but I'm being I'm I'm gonna be there for a, a magician convention. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going for magic life. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's more sad. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. It is though. I know. No, that's fine. I'm just giving you shit. Uh, I'll say. Hi, I'll say. I mean, I'm probably gonna see Zabrecki and Wilman though. Tom, I said, hey, he was awesome on Dana Gould's latest podcast episode. Oh, where yeah, he did. It was half live with Dana interviewing a bunch of uh, uh, people that were in the punk scene in L.A. in the oh, yeah, 70s that and was 80s, him. and then uh, then Zabrecki by himself mm-hmm. too, which was great. Uh, that, cool. that dude is the best. Yeah. Um, so, okay, let's All hear right. the, the first call. Hey, Matt, this is uh, Ian in Alabama. I have been put through the wash these past two months. And, yeah, I, uh, I got a promotion and two raises in the span of a month. And then got demoted. So I went from roughly $11 an hour to like a full $7 pay raise. And then knocked back down to $11 an hour. Through, for reasons I am not quite sure on. And I'm wondering, I mean, I don't like living in this state. Alabama's kind of a shithole. You've heard the news. (laughs) I'm wondering, I mean, yeah, what do I do? I feel like, I feel like a failure. I got to raise, two raises, a full promotion to a management position and drop back down. And, yeah, I know this isn't particularly informative, but all of this happened today, and I'm still trying to process it. Um, You know what? Fuck it. I've been listening to the podcast for a while, and I love your stand-up, so I figured, hey, might as well. If this doesn't get answered, cool. If this gets answered, cooler. (laughs) 
keep doing the Matt Bronger thing. Also, hello, Amanda. <laughs> hey, Ian. Okay. Uh, well, shit. I'm sorry that just happened to you. Uh, look, I think you're, you're, you're already going big with it, where you're kind of like, all right, my whole state sucks. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, it does for certain reasons. They all do for certain reasons. But, um, yeah, dude, that's, that's bullshit. I think if you're valuable to that place and you have any other options – you should go ahead and go, hey, guys, you got to give me back what I had or I got to go. Uh, and uh, that's they they obviously are just banking on you um, needing that job. Maybe you do need that job. But um, I think letting them know that you're very unhappy with it is the way to go. And then from there, you know, lay down the law a little bit. Uh, just go, uh, hey, Man, this aggression will not stand, man, mm. to quote the dude. Just just because that's that's some bullshit. Uh, you you don't sound like you gave them any kind of reason. I, I would hope you would say like, yeah, I was grabbing tits and shit on the <laughs> stock floor or something ridiculous. But, you know, I, I don't think you did. I think maybe they did a thing where they ha- they were they they thought they were doing better than they were than they were. And, exi- of course, decided to cut back on wages to. Get back to the bottom line. So I think you just have to value yourself in this situation. You sound relatively young and able. So I would, if if you can, look for other resources. Look for something else you can, you, another job you can jump to if possible. Uh, if you need to go to another state, hey, they're all around. Uh, <laughs> but I think, yeah, just, just let them know. Rather than just go, this is bullshit, I quit. Go, hey, look, guys, you got to get me back to what I was promised or I have to go. Those are our two options. You let me know what you'd like to do because I'd like to stay here. That kind of thing. So, But thanks for calling, man. Uh, that, that fucking blows. Uh, hang in there. And, you know, I will give you credit for not uh, screaming your dick off on this call because I, anytime <laughs> a, a situation like that has happened to me, the moment it ha- the day it happens, I need a day or something to go flip out at home or whatever before I can. You know, you sound pretty measured. You sound like you've got a a, a, a real um, real tap on your on your anger and your temper. So give yourself a little credit there because that that's good. Because I often don't, man. I, I I fly off the handle. I got a short fuse sometimes. Um, a lot of my friends do, and and you know it's so funny that I was just thinking back. The, the times I thought I was so, no, I'm a pretty measured, temperate person, and I wasn't. I see a lot of my younger friends who think they're the temperate one, and they're fucking not. And they just, ugh. So uh, uh, I, I appreciate that, man. So uh, thanks for calling in and hanging there, and uh, let us know what happens, dude. Totally. All right. Next one. Oh. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, I'm just wondering if I should change. No, we'll do this. Okay, so this is a magician. Oh, sweet. <laughs> and so since I'm going to be at Magic Live, I was like, oh, perfect. Now I'll play his question. Perf. Hey, Matt. Hey, Amanda. I'm Rob. I'm a performer who uses magic, comedy, and balloons in my act. Uh, I've been in L.A. for about 10 years, and I've seen a lot of my friends um, in similar fields uh having great success here and i haven't really felt that um i guess i've been uh dealing with professional jealousy i think would be uh the best way to put it um and i'm just trying to uh 
figure that out. And if you have any tips of uh, being in the industry and seeing other people succeed ahead of you, um, yeah. Hey, Rob. Uh, well, first off, it's because you do comedy with balloons. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, it's, it sucks, man. And I have not only been there, I am there. I think every performer um, is. And there's always someone who's a peer who's doing better than you. Uh, but, um, you know, I, they, the obvious thing to say is comparison is the thief of joy. Uh, but also... Um, Greg Goldman, Gary Goldman, excuse me, uh, Greg Goldman, his asshole. I wish Gary Goldman had a little brother named Greg who was an asshole and had really shitty inspirational uh, quotes. No, <laughs> we talked to Gary Goldman and his advice to comedians, but he had a really cool thing to say, which is rather than there's always going to be someone doing better than you. I'm paraphrasing him, but there's always going to be someone doing better than you. Rather than measure yourself as against that person, measure yourself against yourself a year ago. And uh, if nothing, absolutely nothing has changed for the better, uh, maybe it's time for a fearless uh, bit of self-inventory and to look at yourself and see what you're doing wrong. I am in the process of that now where I realize I've been doing mm, not too much uh, uh, stuff. I've done a lot on the road to be safe, but uh, I just don't think I've been trying enough new stuff and been kind of loose enough. So that's what I'm working on now, for example, uh, to just bring me into it uh but that's it's it's it never it 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 never stops but all you can do is kind of measure yourself against how you were uh versus now but dude i am not here to be like uh get over it you know life is is fantastic and every day above ground is a good day it always kind of sucks it always there's always that part of you that's a little burnt uh, because someone is there and you're not, it's, 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 we are all in the business of dig me as George Carlin put it. Um, so just, just try. My thing is, you know, I've had these moments. I had a moment last week where I didn't have any kind of perspective and I was really fucking down and they don't come as often as they used to, but they still fucking come. Um, but it, it, you have to try to find some perspective and find something you dig about what you're doing and uh, uh, my advice to you is just try to be as unique as you humanly can be uh, to, to stand out so that you all, your thing is your thing and your thing alone. Um, but, hey, man, I'm with you. We're all with you. Uh, we, <laughs> we are all uh, uh, dealing with that, that particular demon that keeps coming back again and again and again. So uh, stick with it and uh, lose the balloons. I'm kidding. Uh, and, a, and a side note, just to let you know, uh, not a lot of people know this, the, 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 the voice software that we use in the show, it transcribes all the calls and it, all, it transcribes them, you know, often badly. Uh, and yes. the, I loved reading the, the first, not that I usually read, long, read along as, as I listen, but this time I did. And it said, hey, Matt, hey, Amanda, I'm Rob, I'm a performer who uses magic comedy and balloons in my ex. <laughs> oh, in her so that just just that sentence, I was like, "Hoy, that's that's certainly not what he's about to say." But uh, best of luck to you, man. Uh, can I just say yeah, for, for for Rob the balloon guy? Uh, uh, I think that there. I like your comment about you know kind of reevaluating inventory. Like if you and then you also kind of mentioned a point of like passion. If you're really passionate about doing comedy magic and balloons, come off. 
not like overbearing, but that you're really passionate about it mm-hmm. or reevaluate. I think that that's, I think it's, you either got to be so on fire for balloon Jesus yeah. or you got to be like, well, you he, know, I, you know, re- I, I think he probably not to, not to project, but I think he probably is. And I think that's why he's salty. So yeah, because it's just like, don't you get how much I've put my yeah. heart and soul into this? Th- yeah. You know? I also think he should really reevaluate who he hangs out with. Yeah, that's probably fair. So I, you know the game. You know the yeah, magic game. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 yeah. I, you know, it's so interesting. How do you talk about, like, that kind of stuff? Like, because right. I definitely know who Rob is. And okay. he's very, very sweet. Like, oh, cool. he is, like, the sweetest, softest, sensitivest, you okay. know, like, nice. Like, he, he's just, like, he he's just, like, the epitome of nice. Okay. You know? And you know how sometimes you kind of need teeth to move forward? That's true. And so I just feel like maybe Rob could use a little teeth. little edge. And then I also think that Rob doesn't always hang out with the best people. Oh. You know how there's people who say they do a lot, and then you're like, show me, you know, and then oh. they kind of can't. Or they talked to this one person this one time, and all of a sudden they have a Netflix deal. Right. Or they talked right. to this person this one time, and all of a sudden they're running that show. Or they yeah. talked to this one person that one time, and now they're in charge of exploding kittens. You know, mm-hmm, like, yeah. those people aren't real. No. <laughs> and, and how do you, well, how do yeah. you discern then? Well, well it's, it's, there, there's a, I remember being, when I was, when I was living in Chicago, and I was waiting tables with this guy, we were talking about, you know, this is in our in our, in our twenties where you know anyone who's worked in a restaurant knows it's just uh, uh, I won't even say partying, but just like drinking and doing drugs and stuff. It kind of just you just do it at the end of the night to kind of burn off the stress and all that stuff. But it can become your life so fucking easy mm-hmm. because you've made your money, you're exhausted, you don't want to deal with anything else, much less your dreams. So you just fucking do that. Mm-hmm. But there he was talking about which. I read it a long time ago, but I I can't remember the name of the guy in the book, um, uh, On the Road by Jack Kerouac. There's a guy in it who, he his whole thing is, hey, let's get a drink, and they go get a drink, and they drink, and they're drunk, and then he's like, fuck, you know what we should do? We should write a book, or we should do this, or we should do that, uh, we should do that, and the next day he's just like, ah, whatever, whatever. You want to get a drink? Yeah. It's the same thing every where he's full of talk right then. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, just, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's that. I mean, back to your point. It's those people who um, they say they, they're doing. They all know these so much. They know exactly what to do. They know all the people, and yet you're like, yeah, but why have you gone nowhere? Right, you've gone fucking nowhere. Yeah. So how do you and sniff the, out that bullshit? The people who talk all the time about that shit, because mm-hmm. people who are doing it don't talk about it all the time. It's almost like how. Uh, people, people that have old money never dress like they have money, and then you're like, oh yeah. wait, you come from an oil fortune, and they're kind of they're like a trust fund kid, but they're kind of embarrassed about it and stuff. Right. This is a weird analogy, but I think the people who have made things happen, they don't they don't love to talk about it. Like I don't, I was always I was on stage once and talking about how because I, not that I hate it when people ask me about my job. But it's that thing. It, it is the only job I know where everyone thinks they know what it is, but they don't, and they're experts on it. Oh, but it's also like they that. also you know it's it's they're, they're always they're they're so many people are just like, well, how would I get into that? And I'm like, why the fuck would I give a fuck about you? Mm-hmm. Like, I, <laughs> I've been working for 20 years, and I'm still yeah. not where I want to be. Right. I'm supposed to help you, right? Just right. get into this, this shit yeah. because they don't take it seriously. They think it's it's fucking easy, and they're they're kind of like it. And it's just like, oh, I should do that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, uh, I don't know. You should do whatever you want to do and figure that out. So, um, 
it's it's like I was always knocked out how the times I've been like, do you like talking about your job? And a lot of people are like, yeah, I love it. And I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. You do? Yeah, I heard it. But I realized because yeah. mine is just weird. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess what my point is it's, it's anyone I've known there who, who is always talking about all the shit they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're either like, uh, you know, braggy or they're just plain lying or yeah. both. Yep. Yep. Because yeah. Yeah. if any time I have some irons in the fire that I look might I feel like might turn into something, I'm not going to tell much many people because I'm feeling like I'm going to jinx it. Mm-hmm. Or uh, and also I don't want that thing where someone hears about it and they're kind of like, I make them feel bad because they're not doing well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or they're like, oh, how'd that thing go? And you're yeah. like, oh, it fell through. Mm-hmm. Like how like right. eight out of right. nine things, ten things fall through. For sure. Yeah. So, so I think I think. I think that's what it is. I think he just needs to maybe try to align himself organically, obviously. Don't be that person that's like calling someone to hang out all the time just because yeah. they're doing well. Right. But just kind of go like, uh, if you if if you wouldn't mind giving me some pointers or, or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, but make sure it's from reliable people. <laughs> right. How, how often do you practice by yourself your bits? No, I mean, like I'll... I just s- am wondering. I'll sit with a notepad, but that's, that's it. Oh, okay. That's it. Like, comedians don't really do stand-up unless we're on stage. Oh, okay. Like, unless we have an audience. Uh, if, you, if you don't have an audience, it doesn't make any sense. It's not like magic where you have to get yeah the, or you got to keep practicing the, over the, and over. the hand right. stuff down or right. whatever where it's, right. it's a lot of choreography and timing and things things like that mm-hmm. i mean look maybe some stand-up stew but i that sounds psych- oh, you might need psychopathic a- to me i i would lose my mind yeah so. okay i was just curious sure thanks matt of course Woo! first time caller my name is barbara matt i'm a big fan of your comedy amanda you're doing a great job with this podcast I'm calling in because I have good news. I am in a relationship now, nothing like my first marriage. The guy's very sweet, very sweet. And he's really thoughtful and tender. He always seems to have the right places for things for us to go do. He's very thoughtful, which is why I'm calling. You see, I'm... I love my dog, and I love cross-stitching, and he had a cross-stitch uh, template made of my dog for me to do, and he always just has great, thoughtful stuff like that, and I just want to make sure that I'm doing right by him as well. So if you have any suggestions as to how I could just make sure I'm being good in this relationship too because he's so good to me. Any ideas would be great. Again, I'm so happy. He's so wonderful. And I just would like to do this right. So any advice on, you know, I'm a little older and I just was used to something very different. And I don't want this to go away. So any ideas on how I could be also a more thoughtful partner? Really appreciate it. Thank you all so much for this podcast. All right, bye. Is that you? Yeah. (laughs) So it's like four different. Somebody called like eight times in pieces and I didn't want to edit it. (laughs) This woman, Barbara, Barbara, I tried for you, Barbara. And as I'm listening to it, I was like, this was very unsuccessful. Barbara called four times. Okay. In pieces and kept hanging up. 
Okay. And I don't want to edit it all together. Okay. And she had a southern accent. Sure. So that's me. I'm like blushing right now. I tried for her. It was a great idea. Well, you get you were gonna tell me that was you. I was no, I had to at the end of it. I was like, I yeah. can't do this accent. Like, we're the damn. This is Barbara. So yeah. she called. She's in this relationship. She's older. She was older. Oh, okay, okay. And she called because she is with this guy now and he's He's always doing nice, like really thoughtful things for her. Yeah. And she just doesn't, she's like lost as to how to be thoughtful back. Uh. And so, so she talks about, she talked about her knitting for a while. Yeah. (laughs) And she talked about her stitching for a while. And she talked about how he made a template for something for her to stitch. But I I couldn't tell what she was saying. It was. So I just said dog because I couldn't tell what it was. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh. That was my attempt at saving Barbara's like really good question. Well, that's <laughs> nice. It's a little weird. But it's a little weird. I'm sorry, man. It's okay. I'm so embarrassed. You can always just write I'm an so email. You can always just be like, be like, or like, I want to read this. This is for Barbara. Okay, because it was because because this <laughs> she called. This was like over the weekend. Sure. And she, and she just like she just like called like all throughout the weekend. I get it. Yeah. No, that's and we get that we get this a lot where people call, you know, like in, with like multiple pieces. Oh yeah, guys, if you if you're gonna call two things, just make it around a minute if you can, uh, and just say it. Don't keep calling back. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah, for the calls, I, but I, it's just Amanda has to till through all these by herself, <laughs> so. and it's just too much, man. Uh, so I, I understand when people call twice. I sure. get it. Sir, so the first time you kind of do it, and you're like, ugh, I'm not comfortable. I need to, like, irk it out. But yeah. when you call, like, four, like, cut-up incremental, like, I, what can I do with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, No, absolutely. But it was a good question, and I sure. love it when the ladies call uh, in. Yeah, that's awesome. That's I'm glad Barbara called. Sorry, so she she's called got, like, an times, older guy. Yeah, she did. She called, okay. like, she called, like, seven times. Wow. Uh, so, it, so she also talks about he, like, brings her flowers all mm-hmm, the time. Yeah. He, he, it's just... She just found a good guy. I I mean I don't I think she worries too much. I think you worry too much, Barbara. I think if you're there for him and you care about him and you're letting him know that you care about him, that's really it. It's most people don't want. Uh, it's it's so odd that a woman is saying this. It's usually the man. It's just like I don't feel like I'm doing enough. You want did, should I leave flowers out and all that stuff? Um, but you're I bet you're holding you up your end. You just. It's it's we always say relationships are work and they are, but enjoy it. Enjoy the fruit of that work. Hang out uh, and and love him and be loved. I don't know. Just what what does uh, what does your gal do to make you feel like thoughtful things that she does to let you know you're on her mind? Uh, It's it's mostly like checking in to tell me what, how much I mean to her and stuff. And I do the oh, same thing for her. Yeah. You just got to have those I times. Like that. There are those times where you're kind of like, you know, we tell each other and we love each other and all that shit. And you just, it's just, it's just basically checking in. Yeah. And every once in a while, like, Oh, I want to take you out to dinner or, uh, this is my treat and look what or look what I got you you know when I travel I bring her something when she travels she brings me something it's just a fun thing to do because if you're in a relationship and you have the means that's uh that's one of the great joys that you're just like oh I found this cool shirt so I, I bought this for her and I'm excited to give it to her so it's almost like a present for yourself mm-hmm. really because mm-hmm. you you know uh you're kind of celebrating each other <laughs> but the thing is it's 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 not about the grand gesture the grand gesture is almost makes people feel self-conscious where if <coughs> me, that thing of like oh I, I um i paid half my savings to have this sculpture of you made 
and someone's like, oh, yeah, oh, that's fuck. weird. Yeah, 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 that's weird. Babe, I got you this, I got a tattoo of your face. I actually wanted to do a prank on, like, be go on one date with someone and then have a, com- a complete, like, chess piece done of her face that's fake. <laughs> and then go on a second one and just oh yeah take my shirt off and just, see, like, I would say, you know, it'd be a good, like, punked type prank. Uh-huh. I'm not going to, I would never do that. Yeah, But sure. it's just, it's that thing where even if you're with someone and you're, if I, if I came home and I had my wife's face tattooed on my arm, she would be so fucking pissed. But that's like. A grand gesture. Oh man! You know uh, what? So it, what is? I think it's about the little things. Yeah, my uh, my guy got a tattoo of me after two weeks. Oh, but yeah, but it's like a panda or some shit. Yeah, yeah, it's that's, cool it's though. Like but thing. like, it's that's not, a lot. My thing is, it's not a representational face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, your actual yeah, face. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that would be weird. The panda yeah. thing I think is really sweet and cool and and kind of like just like my wife and I got butt tattoos for each other, but they have nothing to do with each other. Oh, you did? They don't look it's, like us. Oh, really? Yeah. But no. you two got symbolic butt tattoos. Kind of, yeah. We got them the same night because we, we go to San Francisco every year, like for a trip just for us. And she used to be like, you know, we'd like have, we'd get drunk and she'd be like, let's get butt tattoos. And I'd always be like, yeah. And then I'd puss out before we left. So this time I'm like, we're getting them beginning of the night before we, and we didn't even get drunk that night and we got them. And it was kind of <laughs> like, it was just like, okay, we, it, it, it was kind of my way of being committed. Yeah. But it was also, it was more. That, in fact, sounds like it's antithetical to what I'm talking about, grand gestures. But to me, it was more about being stupid. But, like, I'm going to do this dumb fucking thing. So, Oh, yeah. That's, anyway. I, I think that's a good idea. That's, like, mm-hmm. a good bit. Of, yeah. But that it you was, bring it was, up. That was, just, that, that was just perfect for me and her in the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, Barb, find, find, find your little thing that, that works perfectly for you. It, I mean, it doesn't if have he to be like, perfect. I mean, if he embraced your hobby, like, yeah. what, embrace his. What's his? Mm-hmm. And go make something for him of his hobby. Yeah, or, or make use use your hobby and, and make him a little something that you're having fun doing. And be like, this didn't cost me a lot, but look, I made you an oven mitt mm-hmm. that's that's fun yeah. or whatever. I, yeah. I, I promise so. I'll never do this voice thing again, and I'll just read them <laughs> out. But I tried. I tried. I was trying. <laughs> I just, I, just, I was like, it's, it's, it's definitely. It's so weird. I can't do it. It'd be it. weird if you were I like, can't do no. It. No, no, I can't. Like, there's no way to hide. I'm just trying. Next time, just tell me before you play it. Okay, be like, I'll hey, be like, Matt, I was trying to. Just, I just read it. And I'll be like, all right, cool. All right, here's. As long as a message comes across. <laughs> here's just a nice message we got from somebody that I want to make sure and play. Okay, cool. Let's check it out. Hey, what's up, Bronger and Miss Amanda? Uh, this is Riley from Portland. Um, I'm not one to uh, have this go on air or anything. I just want to tell you guys, seriously, thank you so much uh, for everything that you do. I'm really thankful for the podcast. It's helped me a lot uh, during my work day. I've been really wonderful to, to, to have an outlet like this, to hear people just give their advice and just to want to make people be uh, better in their lives. Um, I wanted to tell you guys, I've tried a new thing. I'm attempting uh, stand-up comedy. I'm just doing the open mic thing just to have fun with it. But it's just a new thing that I've wanted to do. And a lot of that came from just the fact of you guys just talking about, like, just make your mistakes and keep making them, and eventually you will do wonderful things. So, again... Thank you for the podcast. It's wonderful. Please keep doing it. Don't ever stop doing it. Seriously. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, thanks, Riley. Um, Stop doing stand-up. There's too many of us. (laughs) No, it's it's, it's so funny that the amount of people that are just like, that are just like, 
So your your advice to to, to do stand up? I never said that. No, <laughs> uh, but no, it's it's that's good, man. I'm I'm glad it inspired you to to try to try something. I do. I want people to you know just yeah get out get out there and and. You know, you regret the things you don't try. So uh, if you want to try stand-up, fucking try it. Or yeah. you want to try skydiving or you want to be a teacher or, or whatever, give it give it that shot. But that dude, I mean, I'm I'm that's that that warms the cockles of my balls that we make you happy <laughs> like that. So that's 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 very cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I still have because people call in every now and then wanting comedy advice. I still have those two resources you gave. They're on Matt's website under the podcast section. Oh yeah. So it was somebody's Tumblr and somebody John Roy and Gary Goldman. Yes. Yes. So that's definitely on your website. Mm-hmm. And then cool. we're still getting a lot of calls about people who feel stuck in their current job. Right. And so I just thought this was a nice bridge to put in to be like just try just try something new and it's just look life is is fucking long if you do it right if you're not you know doing a bunch of stupid drugs and all that shit or you know eating all the wrong crap or not exercising la 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 my point is you can do that job that kills your soul for a while to pay the bills but just do other shit it doesn't you, you don't have to jump from what you're doing right now and just lay it all on the line because I want to be a country singer. Mm-hmm. And then you lose your apartment. You know, sing country mm-hmm. and keep your job. Yeah, try yeah. the try this shit and work your way to that thing. Um, it's yeah. it's uh, it, it is that the artists have day jobs uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. You you don't have it doesn't it, it's it's not necessarily all about. Uh, uh, you have to, it, you're, you're not, you're not real until you do it for a living. I feel like generally speaking, people who call themselves actors in a lot of ways, and I was one, are liars where they're like, I'm an actor right now. I'm just waiting tables. It's like, all right, you're taking classes. Are you doing workshops? Yes. You're getting together with your yes. friends and putting on shows? Yes. No. Well, then you're not a fucking actor. You're not acting. Right. You're just waiting for an audition. You're yep. a, you're a waiter, yep. you know? And yep. that's what I was. I did yeah. the same shit. Um, but but if you, you, you just like anything you you, ha- you have to practice and any anything anything you practice uh, <laughs> gets stronger if if it's beating off to porn all the time you'll get real good at it but it's not going to get you anywhere <laughs> yeah. if it's laying on the couch all the time you'll be the king of that right and probably get heart disease but you you know it's 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 just about finding some time in your day to do that one thing. And, and it's like writers. Sometimes writers just write one fucking page. But you got to write that one page a day. And that's, that's something I need, to, I need to tell myself. I didn't write uh, – well, I wrote some – I worked on some jokes on the plane. But I didn't write any of the other stuff that I've been trying to work on on writing almost all weekend because I was, like, dicking off with my in-laws and stuff. Um, but, uh, that's the top topic and title of my new book, dicking off of my in-laws. Um, <laughs> but it, yeah, so you get what I'm saying. Uh, just d- take a note from Riley who wasn't like as much as I dumped on him. He wasn't like, uh, so I decided that's what I am now. Or that's what I want to be. And, and, and even if he did great, but he didn't. And I kind of like that he didn't because other people can listen to that and be like, oh, well, let me fucking try that thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we were just talking about, you know, people taking improv classes. When I when UCB came to L.A., I had already gone through, you know, levels one through five at Improvolific in Chicago, you know, uh, 15 years before. But I took improv classes. I didn't even want to be on an improv team. I've been a stand up so long that that would just be fucking antithetical to who I am. I, I don't want to practice with seven other people 
zip zap zap and all that shit. Oh, like I, I just, I just, yeah. you know, I, not that that's all it is, but I, it's like that. I, I'm at the point I, I can't do that shit anymore. But uh, doing those classes, it was like being on a team, and it keeps you loose, and it's super fun. If you if you have a place in your area that does improv classes, you should take them because they'll they'll they'll. It's kind of like a keto for your life. You kind of learn how to roll with anything. So it's good. You know, see. I love the martial Miss, arts. Joke. Miss martial arts knows. I love that. You're like a keto. I was like, what rolling? Oh, yeah, and and, and just just parrying. Show for one. Using yeah. Their, yeah. Ooh, grab my wrist. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think that's great. Yep, so thanks hopefully that. that helps, and th thanks for the kind words, Riley. Best of luck to you. Yeah, everybody, don't forget, rate, review, subscribe, and call in 323-763-0228. Or if you've called in four to seven times, you can't quite get the message right, email me at advicefromadipshit.com. So that way I never, ever have to try to make a silly Southern accent on this podcast again. <laughs> well, and, 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 and more to the point, like, please just don't call seven times. Please call once. Just email. Twice email. if you have to. Yeah. Or, 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 and, and, and don't, don't make, the, if you got to say a lot, I get it. But if you got to say a lot, make sure it's, it's details. So yeah. we know it's not like, right. I lost my job. It was over some sex shit. Anyway, should I have lost my job? What? Hold on. You know. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Right, right, right. Not to say don't ramble too much, but don't ramble too much. But uh, we do appreciate all the calls. Yeah. So thanks, You're guys. You're all the best. Yeah. Uh, and go. happy birthday to you, man. Thanks, everybody. In my honor, go fuck a melon. <laughs> Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronson.